So like I'm putting the input device as this mic specifically. <laughs> and then I'm putting the output as my headphones, but through voice meter. Mm -hmm. But then no matter what I change, it's still getting my computer audio somehow. I have no clue what I did. So Weird. I, I don't know. I'll have to dedicate more time to unimportant. Okay. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Kadid's Truth, the Essential X-Files podcast. I'm your host, Shelby. And I'm Laura. This is our season five wrap up. Yeah, sorry, I'm in a weird mood. I just watched my team lose horribly. <laughs> I wasn't expecting them to win, but I also wasn't expecting them to like go into overtime. So it's kind of funny. Yes, like <laughs> my team is the Texans. Unfortunately, get your jokes in, and they they literally took a Super Bowl favorite to overtime, and they 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 suck. Like they're as bad as the record looks. Uh, so very embarrassing for the Chiefs. Do not put money on them. Uh, anyway, miserable. Miserable way to end a game is yeah. to fumble it away in the red zone and uh, Ouch. in overtime. Ouch. And uh, lose that way. That sucks. Yeah, that does. <laughs> After stopping them. Anyway, I'll probably cut that because I'm... Anyway. <laughs> it's, it's a weird day, but we're here to wrap up season five. Mm-hmm. In a weird way, too, I feel like. So I think uh, the theme is going on here because we're not talking about an episode. No. So first piece of business. I recently found this thing called Moldle, which is Mulder Wordle. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> but it's not Wordle. It's like, you know, the one where they, you guess like screenshots. Yeah. They give you six screenshots. So I've been doing that. And basically it's, you know, it's I'll, I'll give you all the, the URL. I think it's moldle.app <laughs> you you guessed the x-file episode of the day i will show laura my my perfect score oh i'm so proud of course i'm very good at it yeah uh, unsurprising that's exciting so anyway if that's your thing if you've seen all the episodes or you just want to play along you could laura you absolutely could get today's i think oh show it to me we'll do it live okay. on on air okay First of all, here's my perfect score. You can't see anything because it's too bright. I can't but see it says, it's too bright. Played nine, one nine, one hundred percent current streak nine. Nice. I'll pull up the modal the modal modal for you. Well, sh I'll screen share. Hold on. Get my eight billion tabs. Because today's is one we covered. Okay, so I should know it. If I don't know it, that would be really embarrassing. If you lost, yeah. <laughs> okay. It would be. Does it give you options? Is it like multiple choice? No, it's just... Okay, so for the listeners at home, there's a frog. Oh, it's from the the frogs episode, right? Where yes, the frogs yes. rain down on Jillian? I don't remember the name, but I... No. Okay, that's... I'll give you... I'll tell you the name. I'll, well, that is uh, Dehan Deverlet. Okay. Is what you're yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. of? Yeah. No. Okay. So now we have a man in a hat that says, show us your bobbers. Oh, it's from, um, is it from the one with the conversation on the rock? Yeah, do you remember the name? No. <laughs> okay, it's Quagmire. Quagmire, there we go. <laughs> Thing is, I, I can get there the episodes, go. just not, not I the names. forgot that there were frogs in Dehan Deverlet, so that would have kicked my ass, but I would have gotten a second one, obviously. Yeah. What's over those hills? What's older than the hills? 
in Queequeg's collar. Queequeg. Conversation on the rug. Right. And then the tackle shop. Yeah. Cool. I got there anyway, eventually. So- I remember. I remember <laughs> that hat. That hat is like unforgettable. Yeah. Show us your bobbers. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Okay. Yeah. So if y'all are into that, check that out. That's fun. I'm. I'll let. I will keep everyone updated to see if I ever lose. Nice. If I do lose, it is going to be a season nine episode. <laughs> I'm calling it now. That's fair. It's going to be That's like totally it's fair. going to be like improbable or like implin uh, impendicles or whatever that one's called. It's going to be like one of those ones that like I barely remember. Right. Okay. Second thing. What's our second item? Oh, I was going to recap the mythology that y'all don't watch. So I watched the end like two weeks ago. I forgot to rewatch it before we recorded. But that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Cigarette Smoking Man is confirmed back. Okay. And he just like seamlessly gets into the syndicate again. It's very funny because they did try to kill him. <laughs> and he's just like, well, well, well. <laughs> Mulder and Spender fight more. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. And then. We meet Diana Fowley, who was Mulder's partner before Scully, and she left, and they they were like, they dated, and she left in like a weird situation, so it's mm. unnecessary melodrama being added. Right. And so Scully gets jealous, which like, I'm like 50-50 on, because like jealousy can be like kind of sexy, but like it can also be like extremely annoying. Yeah. And I never know what mood I'm in with Diana and Scully. Yeah, that's like totally fair. I think it's definitely like, yeah, like based on it's a fine line A and then B, like sometimes it hits and sometimes it doesn't. Like sometimes you're like, oh, little jealousy cute. And then sometimes you're like, uh, eh. Exactly. Yeah. I think with this one, it's like, I don't find, like, I feel like David Duchovny and Diana Fowley is played by Mimi Rogers. And I don't know, I just, like, don't buy her and David Duchovny's chemistry, and, like, I just don't, like, I feel like it just doesn't play. It's hard to, like, compare anything to David and Jillian's (laughs) chemistry, I think. Exactly. Like, you're kind of fighting a losing battle there. It's, it truly is unbelievable that he would be interested in someone who dumped his ass. Yeah. (laughs) When he has Scully there. So, (laughs) anyway. And we meet Gibson Praise too. And Gibson Praise is a a little ten year old boy chess world champion. Mm-hmm. But he's a chess world champion because he can read his opponent's minds. Oh fun. I mean might as well, right? <laughs> exactly. And he's like ten and, and so the syndicate wants the kid that can read minds and Gibson Praise kind of gets roped into this like jealousy thing too because he'll be like one of these women is thinking about you or something and i'm just like enough enough (laughs) they're putting a 10 year old in the middle of this adult drama (laughs) yes so what's going on (laughs) and then cigarette smoking man meets jeffrey spender he's like i'm your dad by the way (laughs) yeah so that's that's pretty much what happened oh no actually i forgot a very key point (laughs) in that I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's Cigarette Smoking Man that set the X-Files basement office on fire. <laughs> and so the season five ends with like Scully hugging Mulder while he's like very sad that his office did burn down and all his hard work, you know, Aww. did go up in flames. Yeah. So that's, that's what happened in the end to my best recollection. But doesn't he have like the poster and stuff like in later 
episodes? Like, does he get another, like, I want to believe poster? Like, what's yes, the continuity there? Okay. I'm trying to remember because I know they change it. There's like several different styles of posters in it. Okay. And I, I can't remember if I mentioned this before, but one of them, like one of the main ones, the one I have on my wall mm-hmm. that I think of, like, I really like. That one they had to stop using because uh, they didn't. They were not aware that they were doing copyright infringement <laughs> until a couple seasons in. They were told Uh-oh. that they were using a copyrighted image in that, and so they had to switch it. Okay. And so it, it there's like one where it's like more leave looking things, mm. and yeah. So they eventually get one. I can't remember. We'll find out when I watch the beginning and report back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Third point, we're we're breezing through this. This is going to be a short episode. What was my question I had us? Oh, so we're about halfway, a little over halfway through the podcast. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to know what your favorite episode to talk about so far was. Um, I'll go first. Mine, I think my favorite one to talk about was Musings of a Cigarette Smoking Man, just because I think it's really funny that like... (laughs) I decided to like deep dive whether I thought like look into the evidence that the CIA killed JFK and I came away convinced that they did. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's so that's kind of funny. What about you? Yeah. So my favorite episode that we've talked about so far would have to be like Jose Chung's from outer space. Like I had a really fun time mm-hmm. talking about that with Nick because Nick is just like so knowledgeable about like pop culture in general, but also like a mm-hmm. lot of like really obscure pop culture, especially from the nineties. So like that, was a really fun episode to have like Nick on as a guest. And it's also just like a fun episode in general. I think it's really funny. I think the humor hits. Mm. Yeah. That that was probably my favorite. It's also just like one of my favorite episodes. So. Yeah. That one was really fun too. Cause it was like, we kind of got to talk about like the show generally. Yeah. yeah. And it was really interesting. Nick talking about, you know, how it was kind of like a catch all for nerds. Like it kind of yeah. became popular because of, like it, it, it really, didn't stray too far from its roots even when it did gain huge popularity it was always just that right. show people liked it's also like one of those episodes where i almost get something new out of it every time i watch it like it's yes. so dense like but kind of in a good way like you can mm-hmm. you can find different little bits and pieces each time and that's really nice so mm-hmm. fourth thing is i want to talk about uh david Duchovny versus vancouver which i have allude- <laughs> i alluded to and this is kind of wild because, okay, so this set the scene. I looked this up. This happened in 1997. Mm-hmm. He was on Late Night with Conan O'Brien, October 14th, 1997, where he allegedly made the comments uh, that disparaged Vancouver's weather. <laughs> and the Vancouver, like, they did not take this well, like, at all. No. <laughs> According to David Duchovny, someone egged his house, which is messed up. That's silly. So the city of Vancouver got really pissed because David Duchovny said that it rains like 400 times a year <laughs> there, <laughs> which is like probably not wrong. I was about to say, it's kind of funny because it's like he didn't even say anything that disparaging, just that it like rained a lot. And then it exactly. kind of turned into this whole thing. And it's like Vancouver's part of like, a rainforest like that's part of the pacific northwest rainforest so kind of makes sense that it rains there a lot it's a rainforest i think it's interesting because today's like 
Vancouver is very solidly Hollywood North. Mm -hmm. It very clear, like it, lots of stuff shoots there. Mm -hmm. Um, Lots of stuff gets animated there. Like it Mm -hmm. is a hub for the industry, film and TV outside of Hollywood, which a lot of places are. The video I saw about it, what really (laughs) made me kind of like view this slightly differently is that I think this was kind of the beginning of like a lot of shows shot in Vancouver, but like after the X Files. You know, like I think Fringe. And um, what else shot there? I know the Yellow Jackson shoots there. ton of sci-fi stuff shoots there, but like after the X-Files. Mm-hmm. And so I think if you think of it as like, this is a huge industry and they are going to lose it if David Duchovny gets his way and does move to LA. Like, yeah. okay, that makes a little bit more sense that like they're very, they're very nervous because of that. But they did take it very far. It was like big little si- like brother syndrome. Yeah, know? yeah. So he he makes the comments and then they there was like the the Vancouver Tourism Board showed up to set or showed up somewhere where he was. No, he was definitely on set because the clothes I'm pretty sure were detour, which is even funnier because we talked about in detour they mm-hmm. had to de- like that the rain delayed the shooting of that episode. Mm-hmm. So them making this big stink about like it's warm here. I'm sorry, you just delayed one of our shootings for, like, several weeks. Like, yeah. I, you're not getting out of this so easily. Yeah. So they confront him in ridiculous outfits, which I will probably make the uh, episode art. Yes. And they're just, like, hounding him about this. <laughs> and he's just like, I'm from New York. I don't mind the snow and the rain. Like, I like Vancouver. <laughs> but he wanted to move to L.A. because he just recently married Taya Leone in he didn't want to be away from his wife. He probably shouldn't have been away from his wife, you know? Yeah, I was about to say, maybe their relationship would have gone better if he hadn't been in Vancouver. <laughs> but he was only there for like a year because they do move production next year. <laughs> right, exactly. But it's very funny. I think it's funny that that strip co- club banned him. Oh, yes. Okay, so because of his comments about the va- the weather, to be clear, it, it is about how much it rains there. <laughs> This strip club called Number Five Orange banned him. They put an advertisement in the newspaper and says, Hey, David Duchovny, after all we've done for you, you're barred. Believe it. If you show your face in here, we'll throw you out. How many things have you got for free? How many people have gone out of their way for you? Just leave the show here and you go. We are proud of our city. I love how aggressive this ad is, but also like, one of the articles you sent me on it, like, kind of had the comment of, like, David Duchovny got banned from number five Orange, which is apparently really hard to do. <laughs> so apparently, like, the strip club may not have the best reputation with some mm-hmm. of its employees because it doesn't seem like it bans customers very often. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so, but yeah, it is kind of hilarious how aggressive that ad is. It's so funny. It's like even on top of like this kind of has the whole gamut, like people being overly sensitive yeah. about their city, losing a big industry and that causing a big stink. Some annoying like local small business tyrant using that as a promotional right. thing. Yeah, <laughs> it really just has it all. I bet they got like so much business after they ran that ad because people were like, yeah, let's go to the place that hates David Duchovny because we all hate him right now. And I wonder, too, if, like, there had been enough rumors about, like, the show leaving Vancouver soon anyway, that, like, this Mm kind of just, like, 
sent the Vancouverites, Vancouveronians, whatever you call yourselves, like over the edge. You know? Yeah. And you think it's like they're not just losing the X Files. They would also be losing Millennium and they would be losing. I don't think the Lone Gunman ever shot there. But there was like another show, I think. I don't know if Harsh Realm was on at the time. But like they saw this and they were like, oh, that's a lot of money leaving your city. Like that, that makes sense that they would be upset. It's all very over the top. It's a very funny story. And yeah, David Duchovny is still banned from Number 5 Orange, which apparently still exists. Hilarious. <laughs> when his band was touring in Vancouver in 2017, they posted a sign that said, David Duchovny, you're still barred. One of my favorite images. <laughs> I will be posting it at some point. <laughs> yes, it's it's pretty great. It's kind of funny how like this is how it all manifested. Like It's just like so ridiculous. It is so ridiculous. And I watched this. I can't find the date on this YouTube video I found of David Duchovny on Conan O'Brien, but it has to be like after 1997 at some point. Mm-hmm. But he sits down and the first thing he says is, I'm very nervous to be on your show because of what happened previously. And and then he goes on and on and about like, apparently they speak English, but they don't understand irony. Like, <laughs> Being a lot better than say that it rates there too. Oh much. my gosh, <laughs> he went fine. If you're gonna go for blood, I'll go for blood back. And you know what? He was kind of right for that. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. And it's also very funny because I come from a city that like is very maligned, but like that's only more endearing to the residents. You know, right? Yeah. There's whole articles they make about like all of the wild shit people say about Houston and like Houstonians like very proudly or like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So like this whole, like getting that defensive about it is bonkers to me. Right. (laughs) But this is also like a really interesting period of time for the show because as I discussed, the movie was being shot at this time. Mm -hmm. And also David company married Taylor Leone. And I do think that, it's, I, I don't know exactly when David and Jillian had their big falling out, if it was just like a collection of incidences right. that then led to the falling out. But it's definitely around this time that they really hated each other, I think. I think mm-hmm. the combination of shooting the movie and the show at the same time, having that many working hours together, they also kind of hated the show in general. Right. Like, it's funny because like David Duchovny's like, I didn't think the show was going to keep going. I thought we were yeah. going to shoot the pilot and that was it. And now I keep signing contracts and being stuck here more and more. Yeah, he like mentioned in one of them, like a pilot turned into a season, turned into two seasons, turned into five. So like he mm-hmm. wasn't expecting to be in Vancouver for like five years, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Having like what, like maybe like three months tops off in between shooting. Like a couple of months, mm-hmm. and that's if that, it. Honestly, yeah. especially with the movie, like right. they basically had like I think two weeks off, and then just went and shot the movie. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I kind of get it. Like I like rainy weather, but you know, when you're not expecting to be there, and also the fact that like he got married, and like his like the core of his like life outside of the show is in L.A., which is very far away from Vancouver. It makes sense. Hmm. And. It's funny because I found this, um, I think it was a uh, a GeoCity site someone saved where they just mm-hmm. had like a bunch of quotes from David and Jillian, which just always really cracked me up. And so they're always like, no, we, we're not friends, right? Like, we're coworkers, but right. we like each other. I mean, like, sometimes we don't. <laughs> right. I think, like, you know, their relationship, especially, like, while they were filming was definitely more sibling-like and, like, 
I think one of the the people even talks about that, like their coworkers, you don't get to choose your coworkers, right? Yeah. And also yeah. like they're working such long hours and they have such strong personalities. It's like, yeah, they're going to fucking hate each other at points, but that doesn't mean that they don't like each other. Just yeah. like with your siblings, you can hate your siblings, but it doesn't mean you don't love them. You just also are over them at the moment, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And so like them hating each other, like, we have all of the hindsight you know now they're really good they're really good friends right, like yeah. the way they talk about each other now is like totally different than how they talked about each other in the like late 90s right like also just with the fact that like you know it's been reported multiple times that jillian liked to do multiple takes until like yes. she was satisfied with it which like good for her honestly she yes. says she's like y'all might not have standards but i have standards for my performance and you can i have you a can quote tell, on this you know you can tell yeah. that can also definitely create friction. Yeah. So here's a quote from uh, David Duchovny. And he says, uh, she's very focused. She doesn't move on unless she's happy with what she's done, which is nice, especially in a film. On a TV show, sometimes it's two in the morning and you want to get home. It was a decent take. It wasn't your best, but it was good enough and you can sleep. Buddy, I've seen your performances, and that is spot on for you sometimes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like in these episodes when, like, you can tell that he's phoning it in more than she is. Like, that's just real life. I think that's just their their working differences. Is that sometimes oh, yeah. he's just tired and just wants to phone it in and go to sleep, and she's like more of a perfectionist. Yeah, I don't know if we can be able to find it, but basically, he says. Taya and I had a housewarming party and I invited Jillian and then she showed up. So I guess we can't say that we don't socialize outside work anymore. Like, he's not <laughs> very bitter about this fact that, like, they hung out now. And it's just like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as someone who, like, spends most of their time, like, at work, like, I don't hang out with my coworkers outside of work either, you know, like, yes it's that's totally normal and fine like it's it's also totally normal and fine if you do have those like co-worker friend relationships that like kind of like you know move on but it's like i don't know it's like we don't really hang out after outside of work like occasionally but mm -hmm. not that often and that's okay and so so there's like a, a plethora of quotes about them saying that they're not friends which you know that's right. fine yeah it's very weird because like they're such in the public eye like if i beef with my coworkers, no one's gonna know outside work and my right. friends you know yeah <laughs> it's it's like i do think we have like a weird standard for celebrities in that regard so much of this too i think is like tabloids too like the tabloids are mm -hmm. pushing narratives and we you know now like 25 years later aren't getting those like tabloid narratives about this situation like i'm sure we could mm -hmm. look them up but it's like that's definitely driving a lot of this is like what are like tabloid yeah. magazines and newspapers like spreading yeah yeah and like i mean it's a big show it's gonna sell mm -hmm. papers you know it kind of reminds you of like the response to when constance Wu like complained after her show got renewed which mm -hmm. like I thought it was really funny. Like, I'm just going to be honest. I just thought it was funny. I didn't think it was like, yeah. I mean, I think you probably shouldn't say that out loud because of the backlash you're going to get. But like, I wasn't offended or anything. Right. I did watch Fresh Off the Boat. I didn't yeah. watch it a ton. But 
Honestly, like, I think that's fine. Okay. Like, an actor doesn't want to do the show anymore and gets frustrated that they did it. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah, it, it's fine. And like the backlash she got from that was like really severe. Absurd. Like, yeah, absurd. It, it made her like suicidal. It was really bad. She like actually had a suicide attempt because of it. Like that was horrible. It's It sucks because like I just like things are funny to me. Like I just thought that was funny and I probably liked some of the jokes about it. And, like, that was the extent in which I cared. You know what I mean? Right. And all these people are getting, like, so offended. And they're like, you know how many people would be happy to be in your shoes? And it's like, shut up. Like, I didn't ask. I don't care. <laughs> like, good God. Our internet culture now, especially, I think, definitely takes things, like, further than it did before. But just, mm. I don't know, it's just in such a more, like, there's so much more vitriol when it comes to, like, sort of, like, online hate and response to these kinds of yeah. things. And and I feel like, like everybody has to have a take. And I'm right. like, I don't want to, I'm out of takes. I'm, I'm like almost 30 and I've run out of takes. I don't have any more takes. I am simply like tweeting about the shows I like. Right. And every time I see someone have a bad take, I probably block them just so I don't have to see it again. Right. And like fandom is such like a double edged sword for me because like yeah. it's fun yeah. to be a part of and to kind of like share this experience with people like other people who also like it. But then on the other hand, people are insane and crazy and like cyber bully people. And it's just like not worth that. Or they Mm -hmm. don't. They're like so intense about things that they don't realize that these actors are people outside of the work that they're doing. And it's like and that's how I feel like kind of this like whole David Gillian feud in quotes like kind (laughs) of happened is because it's like. What what are y'all expecting of them? They're just people. I think yeah, I think there's like this real golden spot of your show being mm-hmm. popular enough to have an audience, but not so po- you know like uh, right. in biology with like the like a uh, I don't know if it's carry capacity I'm thinking of, but I, I remember reading about like uh, there's like this disease that spreads among bison, and they've calculated the like the size of a herd that like would prevent the spread too severely. Um, mm-hmm. it's, I feel like it's kind of like that with Phantom. Yes. It's like you, you, <laughs> it is like too big epidemiology. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's like a virus. How big can the population be to where the virus doesn't spread too quickly, but also is not going to kill off too many people? <laughs> there's, yeah, there's so many like yeah. shows and stuff today that I like, but I just avoid getting into the, especially online fandom because it's just like too mm. much craziest thing is that i feel like it's like if i never got so into the x-files that i would like read other people's you know Mm -hmm. posts and and like really dive into the fandom i don't think i would have known that they hated each other because it's never on the screen in my opinion no i they all they always crackle on the screen together they keep it professional between themselves like they may kind of hate who the like story they're the for the script that they're like shooting at the moment or whatever and you can kind of tell sometimes or Mm -hmm. like sometimes i think when they're beefing with like creative direction with chris a little bit you can kind of tell but like they're pretty good at keeping it professional between each other yeah i think so the acting at like the last in season 11 with like chris's myth our scripts definitely feel like uh Mm-hmm. Jillian going through the the motions because <laughs> she had some very unkind things to say about the show after it, uh, that got her. wrapped up. Yeah, good for her. <laughs> and she was right too. Like I mean... she was like, "I'm not doing that show again." <laughs> and David was like, "I'm not. I can't do it without Jillian." <laughs> right. 
Jillian's like, I don't need these paychecks anymore, so I'm not nah. doing this again. And David's like, well, I would do it again for the money, but not without Jillian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I'm just, I, I've talked about this a little on Twitter before, but their, their revival like era was mm-hmm. just an incredible thing to see. I might have a whole episode just about that, but they're really good friends now. Yeah. And, and that's, I think that's so, there's something very soothing about like these people that have known each other for going on 30 years, Mm -hmm. been through so many life moments together, complete highs, like complete lows. Right. And they hated each other for a little bit. And now they're just like, you know what? Some people, some members of my family, I haven't spent as much time with as I have with David or Jillian. And there's just something really soothing about that. Like something full circle about the relationship, so to say. Yeah. No, I think so. I think it's kind of like nice to see something that is like that long and platonic, you know, like it goes Mm -hmm. through its ups and downs, but it's never like, is it platonic? (laughs) Uh, yeah, true point. <laughs> Platonic is like no, I get what you mean though. Yeah, and yeah, I loved when um Juliana Margulies basically implied that David and Jillian fucked before the pilot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, I mean, everybody was losing it. <laughs> I mean, I I believe it to be honest. I, yes. <laughs> I she can see how they did like, that. And then both of them didn't think the show would get past the pilot. Yes. And then it did. And then they had to continue working with each other for like yes. however yes. many years. And it was kind <laughs> so of a disaster. David's comments are like, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right. But it's it's nice to know that you can have that kind of like long friendship yeah. that continues to change and grow, you know? Yeah, and I think that's so rare to see. You know, yeah. like people who are friends forever. Yeah. Like celebs that have been really close friends forever don't ever really seem to have falling outs. Yeah. I also think we don't we tend to think our friendships don't change when they do <laughs> actually yeah. just like any other relationship and so it's kind of nice to see that like you can be friends and then not be friends and then be friends again. Like Yeah. That's nice. Was there anything else? <laughs> Uh, I think we covered it. It was like David Vancouver beef, Golovny. Yeah, we're getting into Golovny a little. We'll get more into Golovny because I, I want to like just have one where we have like a a slideshow. Which my friend, my friend Mary on Twitter, shout out to her, very helpfully. Uh, I was asking. Okay, David Duchovny has de- deactivated his Twitter account. <laughs> okay. So first of all, I can post horny posts about him guilt free now. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you. I'm not, I don't really horny post about David Duchovny, but if I wanted to, it's the options there. Right. So I can't find some of those like mm-hmm. old, you know, because his Twitter account doesn't exist anymore because I wanted to find some of them. He made some, he made some joke about like her feet not reaching the pedals, which is a joke from the show. Right. And apparently people got mad at him because they thought that he was being sexist, but like that's a joke from the show. And Jillian obviously didn't remember the joke. <laughs> It's also like but she's she was short. Like, like <laughs> yeah, she just was like laughed because it's funny, and yeah. So we will we'll, we'll definitely go through because there there's some really wild ones. They really went buck wild <laughs> on Twitter from like 2015 to like 2018. I remember some of it. I remember some of it, and like oh yeah, screaming our heads off about it. That's the 
bonus episode. I'm glad it's short because I think I'm going to yeah. have a lot of recording to do in January. Anyway. Yeah, to catch so, up a little bit. Yeah. You know, just a breather for us. Uh, ne- if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, if that website still exists by the time this comes out, <laughs> which it probably will, but you know, you, you never, never know. know. <laughs> uh, we are Condensed Truth on Twitter. You can email us. Feel free to email us questions at any point. We're not going to have as many episodes per season going forward, so the bonus episodes will be quicker. So if you just think of a question, just email us at condensedtruthpod at gmail.com. You can DM us on Twitter. And next time, we will be talking the movie. The first movie came out in 1998, if you're trying to find it. It's The X-Files colon Fight the Future. Not to be confused with the second movie, which is The X-Files, colon, I Want to Believe. (laughs) So. Thanks, Chris Carter. (laughs) The first movie should be on Hulu. I think it is. So if y'all are watching on Hulu, you can watch it there. If not, it's probably pretty cheap to rent or torrent it. I don't care. It's not my residuals. Nope. (laughs) I'm not making money off this. (laughs) You you torrenting this movie or not? Anyway. Very excited to talk about the movie. That's about it. Yep. Everyone have a nice week. Bye. Bye.